against a, a, a still a pretty stark backdrop. I mean, the the estimate is that we're short anywhere between thirty thousand and maybe forty five or fifty thousand homes statewide. Good Friday morning, and welcome back to the Daily Buzz. I'm Dayton Nolander. If you talk with any prospective homebuyer these days, it seems like they're all running up against the same problem. Too little supply in a competitive marketplace leading to soaring prices. But things might be beginning to shift along the Wasatch Front. Reporter Tony Semerad took a few minutes to explain the latest trends in northern Utah's dynamic housing market. So you dug into some data that was released Thursday about the housing market along the Wasatch Front. Uh, can you tell us what some of your biggest takeaways are? Well, we have seen um, sales uh, on the decline for at least uh, 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 the last 18 months or so. Um, it, and, the, you know, that's been due to a lack of available homes and prices really kind of um, skyrocketing with a lot of the pandemic demand. Um, and what uh, Thursday's data reveals is that uh, sales trend has actually plunged to deeper lows. And a lot of that has to do with rising interest rates. The average payment um, for a new home buyer has leapt pretty dramatically um, with that initial uh, round of interest rates. And that has sidelined um, a lot of buyers. We're, also, we're seeing some pretty interesting uh, other trends as well. So I feel like I've heard pretty constantly over the past two years here in Utah, uh, just how hard it is to find and purchase a home. Um, so what's the housing supply like right now on the Wasatch front? Um, and how long is it taking for sellers to find buyers for their homes? That's a, that's a great question. Um, there, there may actually be a little bit of sunshine to this late of, um, bat, latest batch of data in that regard. Uh, we're seeing the number of active listings, that is homes that are available for people to tour and potentially buy, um, leap pretty dramatically compared to last year. And again, that's a reflection of a, a, a lot of buyers kind of being forced out of the market. Um, that number for the five county area um, centered on Salt Lake City has jumped by about 175% since last year. So the, the, the number of homes you can shop through um, uh, has, has increased um, pretty dramatically. Um, but that's against a, a, a still a pretty stark backdrop. I mean, the, the estimate is that we're short anywhere between 30,000 and maybe 45 or 50,000 homes statewide in terms of um, you know, just the difference between new households and new families formed that might want to buy a home and the and the for sale inventory that's out there. So as you've alluded to, the pandemic caused housing prices to spike here in Utah. Um, are house prices still rising right now today? Um, yeah, yes, they are. It, there are signs that that um, the pace of that price, those price rises has sort of slowed down. But just kind of for um, comparison, the, the 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 median home price in Salt Lake County, which is the sort of price right in the middle of all of the the homes that sold for the second quarter, that median price was at six hundred and twenty-five thousand um, as of the end of June. And for comparison, that's that's up about a hundred thousand from the same time last year. And if you go back even further, you know, maybe six years ago, 
that median price in Salt Lake County was it was it was it three hundred thousand, and so all of these uh, trends related to interest rates are expected to kind of slow that growth, but we're still probably going to be clocking about, you know, maybe 5%, 8% price increases for homes year over year. The, you know, the condominium market, townhomes, that sort of thing are typically more modest, modestly priced. Um, you know, they're also going to continue to rise. Um, and uh, all of this, of course, is against a backdrop of rents generally rising pretty dramatically. So there are a lot of people that are kind of really squeezed by these trends. Sure, and I think I'm gonna be asking about renters here in a little bit, um, but I think this is the big question and maybe this is one that only time can answer, um, but does it look like the Utah housing market will ever return to pre-pandemic um, normalcy in terms of prices and, and just in terms of uh, settling down a little bit? Uh, the answer is there, there are signs that, um, that that could be true, and it, it possibly in maybe a kind of a two to three year, um, you know, um, scenario. Like I mentioned, um, active listings are um, it, back to pre-pandemic levels, you know, give or give or take a few homes. The, the both the rental and the for sale market have um, tremendous inventory kind of in the pipeline. Uh, quote unquote, thousands of rentals, new rentals coming on line, um, you know, within the next six months uh, to a year, um, tens of thousands of, of for sale homes kind of in the construction pipeline. But there's a caveat there that, um, you know, home builders are, are likely to pull back a little bit if they start seeing um, prospective buyers in demand kind of soften um, uh, a little bit. They've, they've got uh, tons of homes um, with building permits and even more that are entitled, but it all depends on where the buyer's market is uh, right now. So to answer your question more briefly, yeah, well, it, it could return to kind of a normal, but it, it's gonna be a crazy normal. It's, it's gonna be um, continue to be abnormal um, for the for the next year or two, and then maybe sort of level out in two to three year scenario. Well, as somebody who wants to own a home someday, I'm crossing my fingers that we'll return to normalcy here soon. Um, and my final question for you, again, you touched on this in a previous answer, um, but how have high prices and volatility in the housing market um, affected Utah renters? Well, there's there's tons of evidence that um, you know uh, people are are coping with this in some creative ways. They're they're doubling up, uh, sometimes tripling up, um, you, you know, in 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 homes. Um, and if if you can't if you can't live with family and you can't afford to buy a home, you're forced to rent. And uh, rents are are leaping, um, you know, by double digits year over year, um, as well. There's some other very sobering research that just in terms of Salt Lake City, there are really no place for displaced renters to go. That is, if you know, basically people see their rents rise more than they can afford. Um, the, the 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 greater Salt Lake metro area really doesn't have any affordable neighborhoods um, anymore with regard to rents or for sale homes. So there is a large um, segment of the Utah population for whom this is a a, a real crisis. 
um, and and that 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 is in regards to would be buyers and renters as well. Tony's story was published this morning, and you can read it at sltrib.com. Tony, thanks so much for your time. Hey, thank you. Great, that was perfect. Thanks so much. Hey. Next, a bill proposed by members of Utah's congressional delegation in an effort to save the Great Salt Lake overwhelmingly passed in the U.S. Senate on Thursday as part of the Water Resources Development Act. Utah Senator Mitt Romney and Congressman Chris Stewart, John Curtis, and Burgess Owens said in a joint statement that, and I quote, the rest of the country is now understanding the widespread repercussions of a diminished Great Salt Lake. We must be willing to do whatever is necessary to make sure we preserve this iconic body of water, end quote. And that's it for today. I want to give a huge shout out to the Pelicans for our music and Danny Rubio for producing today's episode. We'll be back with more news on Monday.